Hi everyone, Dan here from our marketing team and welcome to this week's episode. At the end of May, we introduced you to Where To Britain, a six part series on all four following the lives of riders and drivers using the Uber app across the UK. We also introduced you to Karen, the campaign manager from Uber UK's brand team. You might recognize her from her soothing Irish accent and her marketing insight, of course. Today, we'll have Karen back in the studio to talk a bit about the results and how it all played out. And in the second part of the episode, we want to talk to you about lost property. You'll hear what to do if a rider leaves something behind and some of the fun facts, like the weirdest items left in an Uber. So let's get started. Where to Britain's been live for a little while, so we've got Karen back in the studio to talk about it. Karen, how are you? And what have you been up to since you last appeared on the pod? I'm very well, thanks. It's been a busy six weeks. I last appeared on the podcast just before the launch of Where To Britain, as I really wanted to give drivers a preview of the show, and it's been a whirlwind since. I've been working with the wider marketing team to make sure that the series is visible across all of our marketing channels, and working with our green light experts to get it live in the hubs nationwide. We've also continued to work really closely with Channel 4 and Man United to ensure their audiences are getting access to and enjoying the content as much as ours. Obviously, a huge amount of work went into making the series. But before these things go live, I guess you never really know how they'll land. What has the reception been like? The reception was great. The show went down really well on all four, proving to be amongst the most popular all four shows during launch week, which is really exciting. And we also got a massive amount of views on YouTube. In fact, the Manchester episode, which was the most viewed in total, has been watched by over a quarter of a million viewers on YouTube alone. Manchester United also posted about the series across their social media channels, which really helped get the show in front of a large amount of people. Wow, that's great. What I thought was so cool about the series was that the spotlight was put on the drivers. We got to know more about them, their lives, and how passionate they are about their home cities. Have you had a chance to catch up with any of the drivers featured on the show? Yes, so we had a small screening for a few of the episodes at Channel 4's head office just ahead of launch and we invited the drivers featured to join us so it was really great to catch up with the likes of Joanne, Jonathan, Carvel and Darren. I've also been in touch with some of the others as well as their family members who shared a range of great stories about their newfound celebrity status, particularly those who are now famous with their children and also being approached in their local areas for selfies which has come as a great surprise to a lot of them. Well, thanks for sharing, Karen. What's next up for you? Might we see any more Where To Britain? Good question, Dan. We've had a massive amount of requests from drivers since the launch of the campaign, hoping to get involved in future video series. So without giving anything away now, I'll just mention that I'll be sure to let you all know about upcoming plans through the usual channels. It really has been a great experience for both us, the drivers involved, as well as the brands that we partner with. So definitely watch this space. Well, thanks, Karen, for podding with us once again. We hope to hear from you soon. But before we leave Where To Britain, let's hear some more from some of those newfound celebrities that featured in the show. We've got Stephanie and Ali from Manchester and Darren from Newcastle. Could you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? So my my name is um, Stephanie. I've been an Uber driver for a year and a half and I work in Manchester. I was on the Manchester episode. Hi, I'm Darren uh, from Where to Britain, Newcastle. I have been with Uber for now about approximately three years uh, in Newcastle. My name is Basha Ali. I've been driving for Uber now for one and a half years. I'm based in Oldham in Manchester. And in terms of Where to Britain, what made you want to appear on the series? 
I just thought it was, it sounded different and exciting, you know, different to just driving around for a day, you know. Yeah, I thought it sounded like something exciting to get involved in and, you know, maybe exciting because I'm a girl and, like, you know, I'm cool to portray girls doing heavily saturated jobs that, you know, with men um, and show that girls can do it too. When I first started a year and a half ago, everybody used to say, oh my God, a lady Uber. And now I get like a lot of people saying, ah, my second or third woman driver. So, you know, it's becoming more common. Although I do get, you know, at least two or three comments a day. It's less, but I, I like it anyway. I like, I like the, the shock factor. <laughs> <laughs> I've never ever wanted to be a movie star. It's just to give an insight that um, how uh, Uber drivers work, you know? It's just giving something back. It's, we're just human like everybody else. We're not movie stars, we're just doing a job. It was just a challenge more than anything, obviously. I mean, I mean um, uh, how many how many normal, everyday people who, who work a nine to five job uh, do an average job, get a chance to meet players or famous people and be on TV like I have, you know, it's, it's definitely was a challenge. I thought, yeah, I'm having some of this. this when, when an opportunity like this comes up, you definitely can't say no to it. It'd be stupid to say no to it. And what was your family and friends' reaction when they saw you on TV and on some of those massive billboards and newspaper ads? My family just was, was laughing at us basically and asking, oh, how good it is, how good the show was, and uh, you could come across really well. Yeah, they all said I came across really well, like on the video and natural and stuff. And, you know, lots of family, friends of the family like got in touch and said that they'd seen me. Some of them said they even saw me on telly on the advertisement for the show. Yeah, lots of people coming out the woodworks saying like, oh, I saw you. <laughs> and I used to be a teaching assistant and a friend who's also one of the mums at, at the school say that, you know, her daughter had sat in traffic and said, oh, it's Miss Cunningham. <laughs> and, and, you know, there I was on the billboard. <laughs> She was like, what are you doing up there? So yeah, quite funny that lots of people, you know, from my past have sort of spoken up and said, hey, was that you? <laughs> so yeah. Mate, the family absolutely love it. Friends, unbelievable. I've made so many new friends because uh, because I've been on TV. I mean, I get free brews from people when I see me when I go into the shop. They reckon, like, oh, you're a legend. I mean, personally, I'm not a football fan, uh, to be really honest with you. Family and friends-wise, I'm a legend now, apparently. Everyone knows me, everybody wants to know me, you know, and my kids are so proud of it, obviously, a brother, sisters. In fact, all the family members that I, that I associate with and talk to, they're all proud of me. Did you feel like you became a celebrity in your town? And have you been noticed by any riders getting into your car, or do you have any funny stories about being recognised from where to Britain? No, not at all. I mean, I, I was actually in Florida when when it was aired and so maybe that might be partly why but I I was expecting to get in the car and for all my all the passengers that day on the first day back to be like oh I recognize you but nobody still nobody said oh you, you're that you're that girl that's on the billboard or on that tv program or whatever you know nobody <laughs> nobody actually commented and said you know that they recognized me which I was a little bit sad about <laughs> I kind of wanted somebody at least to recognize me but maybe I look a lot different on it or something, I don't know. There's a couple of couple of the lads, a couple of the uh, radars recognises. Uh, obviously, the local pub recognises, uh, but some of the radars recognises. I've had a couple of selfies. Uh, obviously, I drive the big bus. I had a couple of selfies with a group of uh, lasses from Jarrah the other week. And a couple of Welsh lasses, believe it or not, wanted a selfie with us. They wanted a selfie. So, obviously, it is, obviously recognise this, but I didn't really put it out there, you know. Oh, well, you can never get used to that, you know. At the end of the day, listen, when me and you are driving, you know, me and everyday Joe's driving to work or doing their job, there's not a lot of people that appreciate it. 
that they don't even recognise you and they're not really bothered, you're just, you're just a statistic, aren't you? But now, obviously, when people do recognise you, the hardcore United fans, they recognise me, they see me, I mean, you the Uber drivers see me, they always let on. You get people, random people come up to me, and they had somebody from Malaysia I picked up and he recognised me and he goes, i seen you on, on, on Uber United, yeah, yeah, can I have a selfie? Oh yeah, dead right you can, mate, you know, I'm not bothered with that, yeah, I'm, I'm down with that, let's have a selfie. You know, that makes you up, it makes, it makes you day, doesn't it? Well, thank you so much, Stephanie, Ali and Darren for being on the podcast this week. So, next up, let's talk about lost property. What to do if a rider leaves something behind? We've all been there, you're in a rush, your mind wanders and you leave something behind. This happens in cars too and people sometimes leave the strangest things in your car. In 2018, riders have left everything from a flat screen TV to a 1.3 carat diamond to a single slice of pizza. There are a few measures you can take to try and help your rider remember all of their items. Some of these include simply reminding your riders to check they have all their belongings at the end of their trip, or for a better visual at night, switch on the internal light when riders leave. If someone does leave an item behind in your car, the next steps you should take depend on the area in which you hold your licence. If you're licensed in Sheffield, Leicester, Edinburgh, Scotland or many of the South Coast cities, here's what you should do. If a rider contacts us to report a lost item, we'll share their number with you so you can arrange to return the item. If the rider doesn't make contact within 48 hours, you should drop any lost items off at the local police station. Once you've done this, contact us via the help I found an item section of the app, letting us know the reference number of the item and the address of the police station. If you're licensed in London, Birmingham, Southwest, Stoke, Merseyside, Manchester, Belfast, Northeast, Leeds and the South Coast, here's what you should do. If you found an item, let us know via the help section of the app. We'll attempt to contact the rider on your behalf and pass on your phone number with your permission. You can then make your own arrangements to return the item. Alternatively, you can drop it into your local GLH. If you do find an item and you're not sure what to do, please contact us through the help section of the app. So now let's get onto some fun facts. People are most likely to lose personal items between the hours of 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. on a Saturday night and a Sunday morning, according to the index. The most frequently forgotten items are phones and wallets. More data revealed that September 17th is the most forgetful day of the year and that some items are more likely to be lost on certain days compared to the rest of the week. For example, Uber saw the biggest spike in lost phones on Sunday. People lost glasses on Mondays, passports on Tuesdays, books on Wednesdays, laptops on Thursdays, backpacks on Fridays, and money on Saturdays. And here are some of the weirdest lost items that partners genuinely have found in their vehicles. A Star Wars encyclopedia, divorce papers, a ukulele, French bulldog statues, a fly fishing rod, a single dart, a university degree certificate, a Pokemon card holder, and red cape. If you found any weird, wacky, or just unusual items in your car, let us know by visiting t.uber.com slash UK podcasts and leaving us a comment. So with that, we come to the end of another episode. Hopefully you enjoyed the topics and hearing the interview with Karen. Make sure to subscribe to our SoundCloud channel for the latest updates. Drive safe and have a good one.